Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey, this is Seth Rogen, executive producer of the show Preacher on AMC, and you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Thank you, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Star of... The Lion King. The Lion King. I saw him as Pumba. He's great. He seems like he should be Pumba. It's really funny. He's got that grovelly Pumba voice. He's perfect for the role. Um, and then Billy Eichner is Timon. Billy Eichner is Timon. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Did you like it? I really liked it, and um, I'll admit, I cried. No. Probably at least five times. No. Yeah. I Yeah, I did. Did you really? I, I was... One point, I was watching it with Gandhi. Now, you've seen the cartoon, the original. You, oh, yeah. You know what's happening. I know what happens, but I still cry. Okay. Now, we're not going to say anything. We're not going to give anything away. Well, my God, if you haven't seen The Lion King. Well, but, okay. here's the thing. We had this conversation on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show uh, because it was a big Twitter fight. Before we go on with that, though, um, Welcome to Walkers and Talkers. Yes, welcome. Episode... 151. 151. And that's because Jamie wasn't here for episode 150. I was really upset I wasn't here. It's not that I didn't want to be. I was moving It's a very that... special episode 150. I was 150. moving that day. Uh, I got to interview Pollyanna McIntosh, who plays Jadis. I've heard she's the coolest. She was very cool. By the way, I, um, I'm David Brody from Elvis in the Morning <laughs> yeah, Show. And hi. That's Jamie from Light <laughs> FM, if you're just joining us along the way. Yes. If not, welcome back everybody who's everybody who listens all the time. Uh, so episode 150 are a monumental episode, but for you, what are you at, 145 now? Oh, right. Now we've a one 144, more behind, because I couldn't get here. I think 144. Okay. I don't know. You're like six behind? <laughs> so yeah, episode 150, I hope you've listened to it. I had a really good conversation about uh, her character, Jadis, and what might be happening in the Rick Grimes movies. Ooh. 
And her new movie, Darlin', which is a video on demand, ready yeah. to go. It's the third movie in a trilogy, possibly she's, a fourth on the way. It's about people raised in the woods who are like wolves. There's biting of fingers and Ooh. and eating people. And oh, so, so she fits right in. She fits on the right in. Right, so I said, yeah. The walking Dead. Yeah. So you weren't here, unfortunately. Oh. But I did get a couple of things out of her. So let's take a listen. Here we go. Okay. If, by the way, you didn't listen to the interview yet, right? I, I did not yet. Okay, if you did listen to the interview, you would have heard this. Hi, this is Pollyanna McIntosh, Jadis, a.k.a. Anne on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. They oh. take, they don't bother. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, now the thing about this, remember we couldn't get Cutlets to do the yes. line from the thing? She's like, oh, do you want me to do it in character? I'm like, yeah, like she was oh totally into it. Oh, my God. So she also did this for me. Which I asked her to do. Hi, this is Pollyanna McIntosh, Jadis, a.k.a. Anne on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. I listen to them on the up, up, up. Oh, look at my, do you see the hair in my arms? I got chills too. They, oh my God, I have chills in my I told whole body. In oh fact, my God. There's audio of me saying, I can, oh my God, oh my I got chills. I literally have chills in my arms. You, you, you literally do. Oh my God. Yeah. You got her to say the up, up, up. Yeah. I cannot believe it. Of course this. I did. Oh, this may, I'm, my day is so And made. unlike Cutlet, she didn't say, what, what? I don't know. She's like, first she didn't. She goes, oh, you want me to do it in the character? Uh, I said, yes. Yes, yes please. Because she did. You're listening to them on the up, up, up. She goes, you probably want me to do it in character, don't you? Oh, this And I said, yes. And she goes, okay, hold on. And she did it. You'll hear the audio later. That is amazing. Or maybe I'll play it next episode. I didn't load it into the system. She's so, so cool. Thank you, Pollyanna. She is. And I love the name Pollyanna. Oh, well, okay. It's fun. Well, let's it's hear nice. it again. Hi, this is Pollyanna McIntosh, Jadis, a.k.a. Anne on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. I listen to them on the up, up, up. Oh my, oh my. Okay, she did the I, up, up, up. I have chills again. Yeah, chills through again. my whole body. So thank you, Polly. Okay, Magdush. this is the coolest day ever. Uh, go ahead and watch uh, <laughs> Darlin' video on demand. Uh, the trailer's freaky as hell. Oh, I love that stuff. It's really good. And I was, it was a pleasure to interview her. I'm sorry you weren't here for it. I'm sorry. But we I had was some really laughs. Upset. It was funny. I think it was funny. We had some yeah. funny, funny times. Yay. She actually at one point said, That's an excellent question. I hadn't thought of that. Ooh. It was really good. It was very complimentary. I felt well, good. you do have great questions. I pat, I patted myself on the back. I'm like, <laughs> oh, uh, thank you, Pollyanna. Oh, Magadosh. you're welcome. Yeah. No, we talked about. Oh, we talked about. I, well, I don't give it away. But you okay. Got, I, yeah. Go listen to it. I, uh, I would hope everyone listening right now is listening to it. It's not that I, I've been moving, but I uh, have a long car ride home today, so I will be listening to it. For here's sure. what I will say. The episode we did 149 mm-hmm. still has a decent amount more listeners than 150. Oh, guys, so you gotta listen. That's what I'm saying. If it's, you're like, it's oh, Janus. it's an, it's Jadis. It's a yeah, it's fun. She's fun, and, and she, she did talks that, about the Rick movies apparently. And she did that interview for us. Okay, you need to. She listen. does talk a little bit. Well, I don't want to give anything away. Okay, yeah, but no, I did no of spoilers. course. I did of course ask her about it, and uh, oh, but that's why Seth Rogen again, uh, Preacher, August fourth, returning. Man, let me tell you, I saw that trailer again. That looks intense. That show. Hang on to your hats. <laughs> I think this is one hell of a season. Yeah, well, it's their final. It better be yeah. good. All right, let's talk some news, and then let's uh, review the episode. Okay. And we'll get to that in a second. So, uh, three. We, this happened last week, like the minute after I finished interviewing Pollyanna McIntosh, I went to my desk, and this news broke, so I apologize. Uh, we did talk about it last week, but you weren't here anyway, so now you're here. Uh, three leads have been cast for the new Walking Dead spinoff. <gasps> uh, Alexa Mansoor, Nicholas Cantu, Hal Cumpston. Um, I don't know any of those people. Uh, don't tweet me. I already looked up who, what they did. Whatever. Uh, anyway, the series will focus on the first generation of kids to come of age in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, Alex Monsoor will play a character described as a good-natured rule breaker who lives for today, as if they don't all. 
Nicholas Cantu, uh, he's been on The Good Place. He'll play a character described as a friendly old soul. I don't know what the hell that means. And how, <laughs> I know what the term means. How Comston is said to play a shy loner who is big for his age and scare uh, and scares some other kids. Like a little beta, I guess. Okay. The spinoff will center on two female leads, Mansoor, who plays Alexa, and as yet unnamed second female lead. Uh, it's possible the other lead could come from The Walking Dead, either Judith, that's not going to happen. No, no. Fear no. The Walking Dead's uh, Charlie, if there's a crossover. But how would you get from Texas to Virginia? Yeah, they'd be switching again. Right, or Annie, and I don't think that's going to happen either. Annie's not leaving her brother. No, although maybe they'll get eaten, just like uh, the kid's brother. Or they crash. What's the fat kid's name? Dylan? The cookie kid. Oh, no. he's not the Sam. Little... Oh, Sam, the Sam. cookie kid. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Sam, yeah, yeah. Oh, spoiler, Sam's dead. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kirkman admits there's an option for a spinoff uh, of Negan for the comic books. So San Diego Comic-Con, I as you know, that. is going on right now. Uh, yeah, uh, check out Jeffrey D. Morgan and Norman's Twitter there. I mean, Instagram, they're all over it. Yes. Kirkman alluded to the possibility of a spinoff. Uh, he said Negan is alive in the comics. Spoiler, he's still alive. Or, or unspoiler. Uh, I think that's a cool tidbit. He's still out there. Um, theoretically living in that farmhouse. If you read the comics, you know what we're talking about. There may be a story to be told there. It's possible that my escape hatch, if my career takes a nosedive when I'm 42, uh, and he's 41 and a half, so in case his career ends in the next six months or whatever, he's got a backup plan. He said, there's no plans as of yet, but at least it's an option. I've clearly said too much. I regret answering your question. (laughs) That's kind of funny. The Walking Dead will introduce Maggie's boyfriend and may also bring back Maggie. Uh, we'll be meeting the character of Dante from the comics. So uh, Dante, Al, right? Who we've been calling Al Dante. Al Dante. He's been living the role of Dante. But now the real Dante. But they stuck him with Enid. Yeah. Who, who's 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 dead? Spoiler. Spoiler. And uh, so I guess Dante will uh, will be the second half of the Al Dante character. And Al will stay as Al. Okay. And Dante will come into the show. Interesting. Described as a uh, roguish, fast-talking, sometimes charming, sometimes annoying guy who can sometimes put his foot in his mouth, but is an interesting presence in the comics. Uh, however, uh, also he's Maggie's right-hand man at the Hilltop. However, Maggie's not on the show at the moment, so it's not sure what his role will be if he comes on before her, if he will hit on somebody else, or they'll add him once she comes back. Because now it's like seven years since yeah. Glenn died. Spoiler. Yeah. Glenn died. Uh, um, quick little funny tidbit. So yes. the, the uh, guy in my building who does, uh, like, helps you with the leases and stuff, looks exactly like Jesus from The Walking Dead with short hair. Really? Like, exactly. Could it I, be him? Uh, no, but they look so much alike, and then I wanted to tell him, have you ever seen The Walking Dead? You look like so-and-so. And then, you know, people get weird and offended, so I haven't said anything. Right. But yeah. anyway, well, back to, well, I was just thinking about Jesus. Well, so, I see so you're him saying every, he looks like... Yeah. Tom Payne. Hey, it's Tom Payne. Also known as Jesus from The Walking Dead. And I collect rent and leases in Jamie's building. <laughs> I swear. That's right. So much like I'm him. working as a landlord now. So I kind of see Jesus every day. Hello, it's Tom Payne. Do you have the rent? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. It's just, I saw him. I, I met him like, oh my God. Yeah. Internally. Did he like do a flying kick? He uh, had this long leather jacket and yeah. like a kung fu move. Yeah. So. And he had like a bandana over his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I'm Tom Payne. I'm Tom Payne. Actually, his name is Giovanni, so hey. Giovanni. AKA <laughs> uh, also known as Tom Payne. <laughs> yeah. All right. As characters die, they move into real estate. Yeah. They, that's, what, that's what they do. All right. We'll be right back. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. All right. The Walking Dead Season 10 Comic-Con trailer premieres at 5 o'clock oh, today. Oh, my God. If you go on the YouTube page, there's a picture of uh, 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 Judith. Judith with a stick holding up a walker mask. Like a whisper mask. A whisper mask, mask rather. And right, I was skin. like, oh, my God. And it says, come back at 5 p.m. East Coast time. Oh, we'll be there. So roughly by the time you finally listen to what you're listening to now, it should be up. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the Walking Dead, uh, Angela Kang showrunner, teases season 10 time jump of a few months, so the snow will go away, the whispers will come back from wherever they went to get into a warmer place for the for the winter, there will be unexpected changes, uh, blah, blah, uh, blah, uh, blah. okay, so they will be dealing with PTSD and psychology problems and because of the death of everybody from the, oh, from the yeah, spikes. Oh, yeah, it was really bad. Uh, I feel like we mark time on the show based on the children. So when you see kids grow up, that's how you can tell how long it's been. Mm-hmm. So last time we saw Rosita, she was pretty heavily pregnant at the end of last year. And I'll say that state has changed, which means when we come back, Rosita will have had the kid. A baby. They skip all the birth scenes by time jumping. So Maggie had her kid. and I know. Yeah, we never see uh, the real the real stuff here. And the baby's born. <laughs> and it's three years old. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be telling more of the Whisperers' backstory in season 10 and their side story. We'll get some interesting uh, insight into their characters. Uh, she says we'll learn more about Alpha and Beta. They've got their own problems too within their group, so there will be some interesting back and forth between them, and the conflict at the border that they made. Ooh. Interesting border. Um, Angela Kang warned the massive Walker uh, herd corralled by Alpha and the Whisperers plays into the story going forward. Now, if you know about the comics, you know that that eventually that Walker herd uh, is utilized. Oh boy, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Angela Kang says. In an interview uh, with EW, she teased that Negan has been in captivity for a bit too long and that his rescue of Judith in the season nine finale may be enough to earn him his freedom. We had a whole year with him in his cell. I think after his heroic rescue of Judith, people might have noticed that he was in bed in the infirmary, not tied up or handcuffed. 
So we're dealing with the next stage of what things are for Negan. I think people who have been wanting us to release the Negan, there will <laughs> be some the there will be some satisfaction there. <laughs> release the Negan. Release the Negan. By the way, that movie where they yell "Release the Kraken." Yeah, it was not a great movie. The Clash of the I Titans, don't even maybe. Know what or, movie that is. Right. It's a, it, everyone knows that line. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. But it wasn't a great movie. Nobody yeah. saw it. What's I mean, the Kraken? It's an animal. Oh, okay. A, a big. You know. Oh, okay. Creature. Well, okay. creature. Creature, okay. Like, release the powerful, almighty Kraken. Cre- creature, the Kraken. The Kraken. Although on our morning show, when we say we have to go to the bathroom sometimes, we'll go, oh, you're going to go re- I was going to say, I've always heard Kraken? of it in terms of farts, but okay. No, it's a big poop. Oh, oh a big poop is big release poop. the Kraken? Yeah. Oh, okay. Release the Kraken. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> uh, it comes with the crack. <laughs> uh, mid-season finale for Fear the Walking Dead, described as... This is a description. Up against the clock, Morgan, Grace, and Alicia work to buy time as Dory and Dwight race against the elements. Meanwhile, Sarah and Wendell get help from an unexpected, unexpected source. I guess I should have read that after the review of the last episode. Because mm. uh, I have an idea who the unexpected source will be based on the oh. trailer. Oh. Uh, let's do that thing we do. Okay. At some point, I'll load the new <laughs> three-second. Like I, I know. I like that other one. Do you do? I like this one. Okay, you do like this yeah. one. Yeah. It's longer, too. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay, the part. That's the part right there. <laughs> well, someday I'll make that short. That's that's yeah. not what she said. No. No. <laughs> okay, so you finally watched the episode because now today's Friday. Yeah, Apologies, um, by the way. It's all Jamie, my fault. It's so completely my fault. unavailable all week. I, I yep. Sorry. She says I can do Wednesday from ten thirty to ten thirty four. I have that window. I can do Wednesday from eleven to eleven oh six. I ha- oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah, my, my life has been a little hectic. 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 Crazy. Broke your ass. How's that doing? So now my broke ass is healed <laughs> almost. I had two less sessions of PT left. I threw my back out. So now I'm back in PT <sighs> for a lumbar thing before I even escaped. So the tramp stamp area now hurts right above the... Yep, uh, yep right wh- above the Kraken. So you released the Kraken. Yeah. And now your back hurts. Yep. Okay. That's where I'm at. All right. Episode seven, the penultimate for the first half, uh, called Still Standing. Alicia is tied up. Oh, she uh, she's at the tied up walker barricade. Yeah. Where the kids made like a, a maze of walkers. Of intestines and yeah, stuff. I mean, gross. that was creative. By the way, not sure how they were able to keep them in place. And I thought the same thing. I'm, ca- I'm calling um, walker maze bullshit. They're little kids and there's no way they could hold them up and tie them down and not be bitten. I don't know how they did. By the way, speaking of me calling bullshit, I'll yeah. give you a little backstory. So we did the Elvis Duran 15-minute morning show, and we were talking about things in movies that don't make any sense. Like there's always a parking space, the car starts automatically, mm-hmm. and so we were recording it specifically for the 15-minute morning show, but to replay on the main show, because Elvis had to leave early th- yesterday to go ring the stock market bell in NASDAQ in Manhattan, because iHeartRadio went public, and you can buy stock in iHeartRadio now. Oh, I saw that. I apologize. Uh, iHeartMedia, I which is the parent company. Mm-hmm. You can now buy stock. So- we recorded this podcast, so I'm talking about, I said, oh, you know what else is not right in movies? And I so I go, why? I go, you know, like when you're driving down the road and the bad guys, like, time it perfectly out of a side street? Like, I call that side impact bullshit. So was like, they're like, what? And I go, yeah, it's like, I, yeah. and I go, we talk about on walkers and talkers, the whole thing. And then, of course, I had it all had to be edited out because I can't say side impact bullshit oh. if it's going to air on the radio. Oh, so it it played on the 15 minute morning show, and then people but, were tweeting me going, "Ah, oh, you got 15, you got sight and pick bullshit on the Elvis Duran 15 minute morning show." But just not on the air. Not on the air because I said bullshit. I, I was like, oh, ah, bull crap, bull crap. Yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, yeah, it doesn't, I like bullshit. That's <laughs> why you uh, work with me here. Okay, 
so um, she starts cutting the maze open, working her way through the maze, and uh, Strand is shooting walkers, because remember, they crash-landed in the balloon. Yep. Charlie tries to draw them away while talking to Morgan on the walkie. She's brave, She's that brave. one. Alicia kills a lot of the walkers in this maze. She then sees a warped face with its eye popping out, oh. which kind of looked like Glenn. And then if, oh. if you noticed, I don't think they showed... I think what they did was they showed you a very memorable-looking walker. Oh, yeah. Because she then sees it again, and she realizes she's in a circle. I Yes. But it looked like that walker had letters carved into its head, which I thought was a thing, but I don't think it's a thing. Okay, but also that one eye. No one else really had that, yeah. Right. He walks around going, I'm very unique. I'm the <laughs> one-eye pop-out walker guy. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it looked like there was lettering. I don't know what that means or if we'll see something later. Maybe that was an Easter egg. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Morgan calls Grace for help. She warns him about the radiation and says there are houses nearby to get supplies. I think she referenced the, there were houses, but it ends up turning out to be her house, which I didn't realize right away. Yeah, I didn't either. So she had a house and a family and everything, and so we'll get to that later. But it was her house, and I didn't realize it at first. Um, Alicia's going through the maze of tied-up walkers. She sees the walker again with the writing on its head. She turns fast, and there's Dylan. He's just standing there like, hey. Like children of the corn. She's like, he's like, hey. Hey, you're going the wrong way. So chill. Yeah. I have mental problems. Well, obviously, because <laughs> look what you're living. Uh, Yeah. He's like, follow me. Strange starts dragging the heavy propeller with walkers chasing him. And then, uh, you know, good move by Charlie. She pulls a rope or something, and the whole balloon tarp from the hot yeah. air balloon. How did we do this? It pops up and creates a circular wall around them. Uh, yeah, just a total barrier. So in the 30 seconds that she ran away from the walkers, <laughs> while Strand is dragging the 200-pound... You're like, how does he know it's 200 pounds? Did he Google it? Or yeah. is he just some kind of aviation genius? Yeah. I'm neither of those things. I'm just guessing. It looked heavy as hell. It looked heavy as hell. It had to be heavy enough that he couldn't lift it. Could have been 300 pounds. Yeah. But he's dragging it, and in that time, she managed to wrap the balloon around a circle of trees... Lucky the circle of trees was there. And then find a way to jury rig it to have a rope and Hot pull it. Hot air balloon bullshit. pops up. Thank you. Thank you. There's Hot- no way she could have done that. You no. wouldn't need a pulley system. I mean, seriously. For it to go and go yeah, up. It was like, now, pull. And it's up. And it's it, like, oh, I'm sorry. How did were, this happen? If there were six of them there, I'd go, maybe. Oh. How did she work the pulley? I don't know. And she's like five foot one. So, Look. yeah. I know we're living in a world of walking dead creatures. I get it. They're zombies. And you can suspend disbelief for the science fiction part of it. But this wasn't even walker related. This it was, was just, just ba- come on, writers. It was pulley related and I have hot to be air honest, balloon related. If I meet the writers, I'm going to say, seriously, with the <laughs> hot, um, hot air balloon bullshit? She just pulled it and it was HBB? magically. Uh, you down, you down with HBBS? <laughs> well, HBB, really. HBB, hot well, air. Hot- Wait, what? Hot, hot air, hot air, Habs? H-A-B? Hot air balloon bullshit? Habs? Habs? Hot air balloon BBS? Habs? Yeah, Habs. Habs. Yeah. Habs. You down with Habs? Yeah. It's Habs. Total Habs. A thousand percent Habs. Awesome, that's Habs. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. I mean, yeah. That the walkers couldn't get in because they couldn't rip it or stretch it. and. But not feasible. Yeah. You got to come up with a, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dylan comes to a wooden fence with walkers tied to it. It's like a little clubhouse. He says, Ali, Ali, Oxen free. The other kids <laughs> open the gate. It's like some kind of like... Um, like the freaking Lost Boys. It was like Lost like Boys. Peter Pan. Yeah, it was like Lost Boys, Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> uh, how did oh, they, I love that movie. How, you're telling me that the parents lived at the camp 
and and in case they needed the kids to go away for a couple of days, they built the wall and a camp. So I'm calling camp with like bridges bulls. and stuff. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, when the doors open, now keep in mind, Dylan walks up there and yells, Ali Oxen free. He has Alicia. Nobody knew Alicia was out there. He didn't say that. Dylan walked out by himself. Dylan comes back and calls Ali Ali Oxen free. And didn't say, Ali Oxen free, I have company. The gates open, and the two guys are on each side with guns pointed, and Annie's in the middle, beautifully staged, as if they expected Alicia to come in. True, because if Dylan left by himself, they would probably assume he came back by himself. Why they have guns up to his And face. why would they let him go out by himself? Yeah, true. So the gates open. I'm calling, I'm calling, um... And how do you know Alicia was out there? Pre-stage scene bullshit. <laughs> and when, when he yelled, Ali, Ali, Oxen free, did Annie yell, everyone get in position. Get in position. I'll no. stand in the middle. You guys raise two guns equal distant from me. <laughs> Make uh, it aesthetically pleasing. Right. Make <laughs> it look like you knew he was coming with someone. <laughs> So again, I'm just call- it was like what I two weeks ago when the kids are just walking back and forth with the chair. Oh, and you said that like they had pieces and it was the same piece. It was back the same and forth. piece of chair. It was oh like a God. chair and they're like, let's go this way. I right, kids make act busy. Go this way. Same piece of chair. All right, you guys pose. Like he should have said, Hey, I have Alicia. And then opened the gate and they were ready. Or almost ready. Yes. So that whole scene I just was terrible. <laughs> She tell Ali, uh, Annie tells Alicia, we don't want your help and you shouldn't have come. You shouldn't have come every horror movie We've ever. heard this so many times. All right, then the credits roll. Uh, Annie takes her across this uh, suspense... Uh, yeah, like a bridge. Suspension bridge. They somehow built a suspension bridge <laughs> from the side of a cliff, <laughs> right? Ooh, excuse me. Excuse I you. Hiccups. <laughs> Sorry. Now I got to come up with a Jamie's burping <laughs> song. Oh, is it just a hiccup? Over to like some kind of super tree house. Yeah, uh, total Swiss Family Robinson vibe. Okay, so I'm calling. I'm calling uh, Bridge Treehouse bullshit. Um, you know what? I'm not even gonna give it a number. I'm just overall just. I'm just sorry. bullshit. Alicia tells them if they all want to die, they won't leave. She says, "Oh, worse, the radiation will get you. There's gonna be a meltdown." Annie says, "This isn't about us. This is about you. What is it?" Now she's psychoanalyzing Alicia. Oh Lord. Alicia says, "I had to do something good to make up for what I did." Okay, Morgan. I, I Yeah. That's what the man told me with the stick. She didn't say that. No. Uh, she goes, did you do bad things? Did you kill people? Alicia says, yes. You're not leaving until we clear the path you made so nobody follows it. And if if you miss your plan, it's your fault. So she's like, you got to fix the maze. She's like, if you miss your flight. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, just call ahead to the airport. I know, right? Let me just, uh, if you miss your flight. Yeah. Al, June, and Lucy need aviation flu- fuel for the plane, right? And of course, Al knows where to get some. Of course she does. Morgan is at the house. We learned out it's Grace's house. He goes through a car, finds a gas mask. He walks into the house, which, by the way, looks like 1970. It looks like the house hasn't been updated. Just, no, it was old inside. Uh, Alicia calls Morgan and says, uh, we found the kids. She tells him, the kids won't come. I've tried it your way, Morgan. And he says, this is where you're supposed to be. It is. With his, philo- I, his philosophy thing is, his Eastman vibe is bothering me. Uh, it's getting a little old. I need Psycho Morgan back. Mm-hmm. I need Clear Morgan. I, yeah. I, I'm tired Season of the, three. we all have a purpose, Alicia. And this is, I know this is where, shut up, Morgan. <laughs> shut up, you have radiation. Stop it. Okay. Um, let's see. Morgan finds the key. He goes in the house. Okay. Did you notice when he went to, the, he looked at the, he was in the house, walking around the house. And he looks out the window and there's a walker banging on the door. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that was a very cool scene. And then his reflection, Reflection. the face was on the walker's face. I thought that was cool. Now, is that that, uh, foreshadowing? That better not be a premonition. Is that foreshadowing? Now, he doesn't die, but they all do eventually. So I'm wondering. Uh, Because keep in mind, The Walking Dead is eight years from now, right? Yeah. And he's not back over there. No. Oh. Wouldn't he at some point eight years later, seven years later? Go, I'm going to go back to Alexandria, see how they're doing. You'd think, well, that's a long So trip. he either stays in Texas for seven years, goes somewhere else, or he's dead. Yeah. Maybe he's dead seven years from now, it's fine. True. Okay. Al takes June to the area uh, where she hid her thing in the, in the walker's boot, where she met Isabella. She says, I saw the helicopter land on that hill. There must be fuel up there. Well, yeah, you're lying, because that's the hill you went up. You were up there but you're still lying about the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Is your loyalty to these people or the, your lesbian lover? That she's had for five seconds. Right. Yeah. I know you don't want to die. You don't want to ruin, jeopardize the mission. I get that. But hey, listen, I met this woman. We made out, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway. she's part of the helicopter group, and I really can't tell you much more than that. They're trying to save the world, but I know where there's fuel. Yeah. Why are you lying? Mm. Eh. Eh. By the way, I did talk to Pollyanna McIntosh about all the lying about the helicopter. Oh. That Father Gabriel didn't say anything about the kidnapping of people. Yeah, no Negan one says didn't, anything. Negan didn't mention the helicopter. Al's lying about the helicopter. So I did, we did talk about that. Okay. Uh, June calls John and says something happened, uh, meaning the, the meltdown. But, of course, the signal breaks up. He tells Dwight they have to get back. Dwight says, thanks, man, but you go back without me. I got to still look for Sherry. John reaches in his pocket he almost... Oh, so close. Almost, you can see the infinity symbol on the side of the paper. Right. He almost gives him the note, right? Like to say, hey, man, she wants you to stop looking. Um, but uh, he puts it back in his pocket because Dwight's like, you know, really wants to find Sherry. He goes, man, you wouldn't stop looking for June, right? Like, you know... Yeah. Because of the similarities between the two. So he, he puts the letter away. He's, he's like, like, of course not. All right, I can't remember. I can't yeah. do it. Strand confesses to Charlie that he had uh, time to get on that plane. Remember he told Daniel I was clearing the runway and I didn't have time to get on the plane because I was clearing the runway. Mm-hmm. He says, you know what? I probably could have got on the plane. I probably could have. Um, because, But you know what? We're going to get a new start. The two of us did, did, just did something extraordinary, meaning the balloon ride, which, by the way, got ripped apart on social media. Oh, how could it not? People thought that was just the goofiest, like, Wizard of Oz kind of thing. We're coming in a balloon! Yeah, right. Uh, all right. Habs. Habs. Someone starts <laughs> killing all the walkers. It's Morgan in a radiation suit. Uh, I knew which, it was him immediately. Before yeah. they even yeah. showed, and I, from right from the other side, I'm like, oh, I could know it's Morgan. There's nobody else on the side of the mountain. No one's else that badass either. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Uh, Annie and Max are setting up traps again. They're just tying them up like it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, the walkers are like, oh, you're tying me up? Let me just oh. grab your colon and like, tie it in you, the you, net. You know, it was like it was like when the tailor measures you for a suit. Yeah. You know, you're like, yeah. you put, you're like, oh, go ahead, just <laughs> measure my waist. That's what it was. Like, oh, you're tying us up? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I know you like that. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Annie and Max. Oh, Max says, I think the plane could work. Annie says, I don't trust these people. They already crashed a plane once. Anyway, the walkers start breaking free as they would. Hello, yes. And they run. This time Annie didn't fall. Uh, Annie, uh, Alicia's going through Dylan's stuff. She finds a book of Walker drawings. It's stuff he drew at the beginning of the apocalypse. And it's all his nightmares of uh, walkers tied together, their guts falling of out. Of course. And then Dylan walks in and he says, oh, that book? He says, um, she made all those based on my nightmares. She made the walker traps, all the things I was afraid of. She made real life so I wouldn't be scared. I don't think you need to make a walker forest. Um, no, it was pretty fucking scary. Yeah, but <laughs> just tell a kid, like, there's never going to be a walker forest, but then you go and create and one. And then now you made one, so right. now it's there. Uh, Annie calls on the walkie. They're running, and she says, open the gates! But, of course, the walker herd followed her. Oh, I don't know yeah. why they couldn't outrun them enough to get to the the wall without them seeing where they went. They should have been. Why didn't they run left and then cut back and double back right? You don't want them following you double back. Double back. Double back. So the right. walkers are lining up this chintzy wooden fence. You can see it's not going to hold. Uh, Grace calls. The generator failed, of course. She says the reactor is going to fail in 12 to 24 hours. Uh, I can try to fix the generator. And Morgan's like, I don't believe you. And uh, he, she's like, you know, oh, I'll be fine. He's like, yeah, I got to go rescue her. So he call, He tells Strand and Charlie, take the truck. Go on ahead without me. Um he says, I knew what she had to live for because he saw her old old house. Yeah. That she has memories and she should want to live. It's a lot. Uh, June says, she went a year without hearing John's voice. She won't let that happen again. Al tells June, look, you can't tell anyone. I'm going to tell you something. Okay? I haven't felt anything like I did in a long time, but I can never see her again. So June didn't flinch. Like, oh, you're lesbian. Uh, I guess because yeah. she's like, oh, the haircut? Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm not saying all women would show it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying June said that. Yeah, June, June, yeah. Right, June said it. I also think the show made it obvious. They did a stereotypical look on Al. Uh, that's what I think. That's, yeah. I think that was the point, so people wouldn't be so surprised. Uh, anyway, Al says, uh, I don't know how to live with that, that I won't see this woman again. And then, of course, June tells her about how she missed John. Okay, I'm done. 
I'm officially done hearing about the John June story. Eh. I went a whole year. I looked for her all the time. I could not live without her. I, okay. We I, found each other and just believed. We found each other. I just, I just knew I could find her. And I, I, okay. We got it. We got You love each other. We got it. I get it. You, you're knocking it. boots. You having, <laughs> I get it. You're watching romantic movies and having... I get it. No, no, I get it. We get it. Yep. Not everyone can live the life you have. I feel like one of them is going to die, and I hope it's not John. Uh, agreed. I feel like for the story... Although I, I, you know, I, I obviously I, I think June is is a good character, and who doesn't love Jen Elfman? Oh yeah. But if Jen Elfman were to die, I think John would then devote his life to helping Dwight find Sherry. You think so? I think he'd be like, I, you need to have the happiness I almost had. Oh man. Because happy couples don't last, Glenn and Maggie. I mean, yeah. come on. Oh. Rick and everyone. <laughs> Rick and everyone. Uh, you know, <laughs> Lori and. The blonde chick with Sam's mother, Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. Hmm. And then with Michonne, he ended up not dying, but, you know, yeah, leaving the show. Yeah, they think. Yeah. But he had a kid. He doesn't even know he has a kid. I know, little RJ. His first kid isn't really his kid, biologically speaking. Yeah, yes. Right. And then uh, he gave Gracie away. Because he, well, you know, he Aaron killed... Aaron loves that little baby. Well, he, gave, he killed Gracie's father. So well, yeah. Probably that. Hey, I'm your dad. Now I killed your father. <laughs> not going to good. Um <laughs> Let's see. Um, oh, so so I, this is in the note I wrote. She's like, let me tell you about me and John. And I thought, hey, I have an idea. Why don't you not? ask her who the hell she met that she was in a relationship with and where they are right now? And why can you never see her again? Right. How about asking more questions? Who are the people you ran Stop into? Stop talking about your love affair with John and get some answers for us. True, true, true. Oh, June says, I know you'll see her again. Okay. Uh, Al says, okay. I know, I know you'll see John again. And I thought, will she? She's like, you're damn right I'm going to see him again. Yeah. Uh, Alicia. Like, okay. Okay, so the walkers are coming up. They're slamming the gates of the the kitty camp. And Alicia says to uh, Annie, how many guns do we have here? And Max says, uh, we don't have any guns. They're all empty. These are, oh, we just Lord. walk around with empty guns. So they had guns to shoot the deer, but in the last week, they lost all their bullets? Yeah, where's all the ammo? Where's all the ammo you had? Annie won't give her back her weapon that... That stabby thing yeah. that Alicia uses. The holes. Um, she says, the fence will hold. We'll be fine. And Max and Dylan uh, said, look, we saw her after the crash with that thing. Like, she's, she's, she's pretty damn she's good. She's a warrior. We should trust her. Uh, Annie gives it to her. She says, and then Alicia says, you guys run. I'm going to go start killing the walkers. You guys just get out of here. I got all 30 of them. John and Dwight run out of gas because that's what happens with cars in this apocalypse. Well, they hit a tree. <laughs> uh, they switch to a truck that won't start. Dwight says, uh, I want to go over the mountain, but John knows there's no time. Dwight's like, Let, let's, you know, let's go over the mountain and see if Sherry's there. Uh, John confesses he lied to him. He found the note. He gives it to him. Dwight reads it and he leaves. He's so upset. Uh, Grace working on the generator. Uh, Morgan shows up, surprises her. He says, you're not dead yet, and I'm not going to let you act like you are. So Morgan has to save everybody emotionally and physically. <sighs> on every level. Alicia's killing the walkers like a badass, but she starts getting tired. One falls down on her. She throws it off. She sticks the weapon in its head, it's and it gets stuck. Eye. It wasn't the weird eye one, was it? Yeah. It was? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's the one that fell on her. I didn't, re- I didn't realize that. And it was exactly what I thought it was when she uh, peeked in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she, she, she pulls the tool out, which you know just happens to get stuck in a walker, uh, and it the blood splatters all over her face and mouth. Basically in her mouth. Yeah. Uh, and of course, it's wearing a, dis- a, a dosimeter. 
mm-hmm. the radiation thing. She realized, you see on her face, she's like, oh, she's like, oh, fudge. Yeah. I was going to say it, but I don't want to market explicit. Okay. okay. Well, I already said it. Well, I, you know, I got to be honest with you. I market explicit every week because okay. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember whether we curse or not. So, uh, two walkers get through. They're about to get to the kids. Annie, who's a terrible shot. You know, Annie, get your gun. You'd think like she'd be Man. a better shot. Uh, but she misses them and then finally shoots them both in the head. Alicia tells Annie she can't do what she said. In other words, I can't kill all these walkers. It's too much. Y- you guys got to go. Get on that plane, kids. Go, run, 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 be free. And Annie says, I don't know what you did, but you definitely made up for it. Okay. You saw a sigh of relief in Alicia's yeah. face. Yeah, for some reason, Alicia doesn't run towards the bridge. Why not run and run with the kids? I was going to say, go, now, go with them. The walkers aren't going to run across the bridge. No, go with them. And, and here's the thing. You have a suspension bridge, right? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you just go to the treehouse, cut the suspension bridge? True. Now, the walkers would fall down the hill and be at the bottom of the treehouse and you'd be trapped. Oh, uh, well, uh, You know, there's that. There's that. All right. Or she could have just followed the kids like they were right there. Yeah. So, I'm calling bad plan bullshit. <laughs> uh, Strand and Charlie return to the truck stop. They meet Lucy. Uh, Morgan and Grace are talking. She doesn't know how much radiation he has, but he's, he goes, you've been exposed to radiation. Uh, she tells, he, he tells her about Eastman, how he taught him that all life is precious. He also taught him about redirection. Uh, she said, you wouldn't leave for yourself, so I made it about me. So she want, he wanted Grace to worry about him. Yeah. She says, well, we have the same problem. We both think other people's lives are more important than ours. The van of kids shows up at the truck stop. Annie tells them that uh, Alicia is why they're there. She saved us, but she's still out there. Uh, we see Alicia leading the herd away from the camp. She's way ahead of it. John finds Dwight. He thinks he's mad at him, but Dwight isn't. He says, I understand. Mm-hmm. You didn't want me looking for her. She didn't want me looking for her to find something to live for and live. I don't want to give it up, but if I do what she says, I find reason. She's alive. I think it's time I help you. Get back to June. Like, I'm going to help you get back to June. Yeah. I, it's the least I could do. Morgan calls Alicia, who's washing her face with all the, all the blood off. He says, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm fine. She is not fine. She is not fine. Morgan tells her the kids are back at the truck stop. You did it. He tells her that they are there. Not just to, because we're here for us, not just, you know, to help people. We have to help ourselves. We have to start living our lives, help ourselves be happy people, find a way to start living. And she's like, oh, it's great. I got radiation in my mouth. And now you're Mr. Optimism? Yeah, right? Perfect timing. <laughs> she's like, no, you're right. We will. I'll be dead. Uh, Morgan says, tell me where you are. Um, we'll come get you. And she didn't answer. Right. The nuclear power plant sirens start going off. The meltdown has started. Uh, and that's how it ended. Scenes for next week. Logan is at the factory. Mm-hmm. He's reading. He's looking at the take what you need uh, sign. And a woman on a walkie-talkie says, Logan, get your ass down here. I'm going to read these in the order, but you'll see who that is in a minute. Okay. Morgan and Grace have Alicia in their truck. She's already showered and has new clothing on. I was going to her hair look fresh So she may clean. have gone through the radiation uh, shower. Um, so now they're using the truck to lead the herd away. So yeah. that herd, why they're leading the herd away from the camp, I don't know. Why would they go back to the camp? But for whatever reason, they're leading the herd. Yes. And then they're surrounded. At some point, you see them uh, running away from the herd. It looks like they're running away from the herd because uh, there's a lot of order. It looks like they're running away from the herd when they rescued Alicia. They're, yeah, you know how Trailer Guy does. Yeah, Trailer Guy does. likes to screw us he over. He likes to switch it around. We find out Sarah's the voice on the walkie-talkie. Sarah, in case you don't remember who Sarah is, she's the, one of the twins. She's the woman with, she's the truck driver. Yep. 
All right, it's been a while since we've seen he much says about her. Jimbo. Uh, she's uh, she's staring down Logan, and her truck is blocking his truck. Uh, Morgan's calling for help, running with Alicia. I just mentioned that. Strand and Al are trying to take off in the plane. June's calling John in the walkie. No answer. Um, they're running away from the walker herd. Morgan, June, Alicia, Lucy, Annie, uh, and a few other people are ready. Ready. To, they're ready to fight the walkers on the runway. Mm-hmm. They're gonna clear the runway. Clear it. Again, I don't know why Morgan led them to the runway. I'm not sure. I guess there better be a good explanation. Know what happened there. Grace's truck goes busting through the warning cars with the herd following her. So Morgan and Grace and Alicia are in the truck and they're running away from the the uh, Walker herd. Yeah. But again, they didn't get far fast enough away because they're following them. Yeah. Uh, Sarah is about to shoot someone. She has a gun out. She's going to shoot someone. There's a Walker by a generator. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. That was a weird scene. Um. And so there's theories that maybe the wa- the radiation level of that particular walker wasn't high enough to kill Alicia, that maybe it'll make her sick, but she'll be fine. And then other people are saying, this could be a Glenn Dumpster thing. Oh. Like, oh, she's going to die, then doesn't. Something, I think she's going to be fine. Either there's a cure, or she's not sick enough, or something is going to happen that she's going to be all right. All right, so going back to the mid-season finale description, which is in two days from now. Up against the clock, Morgan, Grace, and Alicia work to buy time. As John Dory and Dwight race against the elements, wind, rain, I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Sarah and Wendell get help from an unexpected source. Here's what I'm thinking. Tell me. I think they're related to or are friends with Logan. I think they're truckers. He's a trucking company owner. I think they know each other. Wow. And I think she's calling bullshit on him. Huh. So that I, could I, make sense. I think that's why we see the scene with her like going, hey, get down here, Logan. Yeah. I think he knows her and she's calling bullshit. That would on be him. unexpected. It would be, considering He's how far jerk. they've come since we saw Sarah. Yeah. They were traveling east. They went to the factory. Uh, you know, why she didn't mention, oh, it's CNL's warehouse. Um, you know, oh, I know those guys. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like there's a secret there we're not finding out. But we'll find out in two days. That makes sense that it would be him. And it's only two days for us because Jamie couldn't do the podcast. I'm the whole sorry, week. I know it's Friday. There's a lot. Are you going to watch the uh, episode in uh, your new apartment? You have it set uh, up yet? You have cable? I don't, but I paid for a Wi-Fi pass. On uh, AMC? No, just like Infinity, so I could watch anything I want. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Well, you know, I know you could watch the episode. Hi, this is Pollyanna McIntosh, Jadis, a.k.a. Anne on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. I listen to them on the up, up, up. Oh, man. I love that. Isn't that great? I love that. I still love that. I could hear that all day. Well, you, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you, and you can. Oh, please do. There you go. Thank all you. All right. I'm sorry it's Friday, everybody. We'll yeah. try to be better next week. We'll be better. Oh, and a, a little note. So next, so this Sunday is the finale. Yes. We'll do an episode. The show itself goes on hiatus. Yes. I'm going uh, on vacation for a week. Okay. Right? And so. And then you'll be back for Preacher. Yeah, we won't do an episode, and we'll be back in time for Preacher. Sounds good. Perfect. All right, it's time. What time is it? It's time time to to shut shut this shit down. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell 
from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.